Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Hidden Truths. And today we have Eugene Hoover, who is going to speak to us about loans and remind us what is really important for us to be aware of when we sign up for a car loan or a mortgage so that we are very aware of what we will be forced to be committed to. Hi, Eugene. How's everything going? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Doing wonderful. Can't wait to hear about what you have to say about loans and what we can learn here. Yeah, and so this is a pretty important thing. It's just a little bit of a public reminder that you got to be careful of what you're buying. And now I'm an advisor. We emphasize a lot on buying assets and that kind of thing. But it's important to know that there's two parts of an income statement. There's your income and then there's also your expenses. So let's not just emphasize the income part. Let's also look at the expenses. I can see really becomes an issue is when we're talking about things like car loans or credit card loans. And those are the two biggest ones. So we're getting into the weeds about you know mortgages and that kind of stuff. But the two I really want you to be careful with, and I really want you to look at your own, is your credit cards and your car loans. If we take credit cards, if you look at your APR right now, a lot of them are around 20%. Yeah. And I know I would talk about in the last video, compounding interest and letting that work for you rather than against you. So that's an important thing with the credit cards. Now, if we turn to just the car loan wise, it is crazy how much people are spending on car loans these days. Yeah. I don't know if you've recently bought any new cars, have you? Oh, I had bought a car a year and a half ago. Yeah, it adds up and then you don't realize how much more you have to pay. Exactly. And the big question I see when you go to the dealership is they don't ask you, how much do you want to buy this car for? They go, what's your monthly payment? What monthly payment will work? And they ask that question because they have an equation using, they can push it out to six or seven years and make that monthly payment work, but you don't realize how much you're paying in interest. Yeah. You know, if you show up and you, know, you want to buy a $50,000 car, which I believe is about the average price of a new car here in America now, and by the way, that's 20% of a down payment on a house, insane. That's so you're, I already feel like we're getting screwed that way. Yeah. But- on the other side, now you're likely financing part or mostly all of that car. So how much are you actually paying in interest? And so I put a couple numbers down. And the nice thing is you can play with this too. You can go to something like bankrate.com or some other car calculator. And so there's a bunch online. Just play with it a little bit. The important thing to know is if I take a $45,000 loan, right? Say you got the car for $45,000. It's a $40,000 car. You've got a couple extra options. Awesome. Comes out to about $45,000. And you go, okay, my monthly payment. I don't really care about the monthly payment. I have the money. Let's do a four-year loan. You know, that's 48 months. You got good credit. Maybe you got a 2.99% interest rate. We're talking over the term of the loan, about $2,800 in interest. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot, but it's nothing crazy. For a $45,000 car, $2,800 in interest, that's not crazy. But- if I start to push it out a little bit, if I keep that same equation of it's a $45,000 loan and we push it from four-year loan to a six-year loan, you still got good credit. And remember, when you push those loans out, it, the interest rate is likely to be higher because it's riskier. So now your interest rate is 4.89% instead of 2.99%. Now you're going to be paying over the term of the loan over $7,000 in interest yeah. Yeah. on a $45,000 car. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of money that goes just in the trash. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't even realize you're paying it. And cars, especially, those are devaluing assets. 
yeah, on top of that, you don't make money out of a car unless it's a, a collectible. That's a different story. But otherwise, yeah, you lose money on the car the day you drive it. Exactly. So after six years, not only are you still making payments, but you're still paying a whole lot of interest as well. And so my point is, I'm not here to advocate that you pay cash for everything or that you don't have any debt. I'm just saying, be very aware of what you have and how much you're actually paying in interest. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah. And it's important to think about this. Like you said, the salesmen are so trained to put you in a frame of mind that prevents you from thinking this way. They don't want you to think that way because it doesn't benefit them. So you really have to have that proactive attitude and, and go there with enough information so that you know what you're signing for. Exactly. And if you want to think about it as a stock, we like to buy stocks when they're cheaper. Yeah. We like to get a good price for the stock that we buy. Don't go out and just buy the very first car. Maybe there's a specific car you're looking at and you look at one place. It's $50,000. Awesome. Great. And you buy it. Look around a little bit. Maybe the one right down the street is at $48,000. So first, you know, know what price you're actually looking for. Yeah. You know, let the free market do a little bit of work. Have that price you know, in mind. And then from there, be wary of if you're financing it and that kind of thing. And also you have the power to negotiate. A lot of people are scared of negotiating. You can always negotiate and you don't have to sign the loan with the provider that the car company has, right? You can always shop for different loans, compare, and then pick the one that's going to best work for you. There are always options and you have the ability you can actually work at finding the best solution for yourself and negotiate. So many people don't like to negotiate. Exactly. And hopefully it's not an emergency. But yeah. when you're the buyer, yeah, you can walk away. In reality, for the most part, you have the power in that situation. Yeah. So get all your information beforehand. I know when you're in that test drive, all the emotions are running and you need this car right now. Yeah. And whatever price they're going to give to you, your emotions are high, but go into it with the information watch your emotions, and then take care of it. Because the biggest thing I want to emphasize is not only are cars a big purchase, but you generally do it a few times in your lifetime. And so big purchases, multiple times in the lifetime. I have worked with clients where they make $300,000 a year, or maybe they make $250,000 a year. They have hardly any liquidity in the sense of they have paid so much for things like cars and houses and that kind of thing. They don't have any money sitting around. Yeah. And so it doesn't, it doesn't, in reality, someone with making $50,000 a year versus someone making $300,000 a year, you both might be saving the same amount every month. Your net at the end might be the same. It's, it all depends on the income and then expenses. And then ex expenses is a huge thing we often leave out. So be very wary of those things. It's tempting when you make that much money to just say, hey, I'm okay. I can afford it. Exactly. You're right. It's not what you make. It's how much you spend. Because if mm -hmm. you spend everything you make, then you have no liquidity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's nice to make a lot of money, but don't spend all your money. It's nice to have a little extra at the end of the month. And so even as your income is rising, which is awesome, and it's a celebratory thing, be aware of those expenses because they will creep up on you. And also what I think what's really important to think about is buy at the right time. Maybe nowadays is not exactly the right time to make an investment like this, unless you are in a hurry. And I know car dealers are not like that I'm saying this, but you can wait. Maybe sometimes you wait a few months and interest rates can change dramatically. So 
Sometimes it's a good thing to be patient and buy at the right time so that you can save thousands of dollars. Exactly. There are some great sites online yeah. like Blue Book and that kind of thing. But you can look at the price of a vehicle over time. You take COVID, for example, which is in everyone's memory right now because it just happened. And those markups were insane. Yeah. I feel sorry for people who had an emergency and they needed a vehicle. But if you can wait, then hopefully you waited. I was looking at some cars like Ford Raptor, for example. And what was it like twenty, thirty thousand dollars markups on there? It's like you need to be careful. And then finance that on top of that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, you have to be very smart there. You have to be wise. You have to be informed. You have to be patient. But emotions take over so often, unfortunately. Exactly. And so it's great in the moment, but don't regret it. Yeah. You know, be aware beforehand so you don't have to regret your decisions. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing you help your clients as well, right? You really help them determine when maybe when is the best time to purchase something like this. You plan for them. You help planning for their future, for their retirement as well. Exactly. And so the big thing, especially with the cars, is it's going, what can I actually afford? Yeah. I'm not talking monthly payments. I'm talking about we're planning for retirement or we're planning for whatever you're planning for. What is the total amount you're paying? Mm. Because we want to allocate dollars elsewhere. Yeah. For example, maybe you want to retire when you're 60. You don't want to retire at 65. You want to retire at 60. And not only do you want to retire at 60, when you turn 55, you want to be able to spend more time with your family. That's going to take some dollars. Be aware of those expenses because yeah. you might be saving for something that's worth a whole hell of a lot more than what you're going to buy tomorrow. Yeah, and it can make a huge difference when you're really young because this is when you can start saving. And exactly. You can put more money aside than you can retire earlier. But a lot of young people, and I was one of them, you don't think that way because you think you have all the time in the world, build your wealth, but time goes by in a snap. And then you wake up at 55 and you realize, oh my God, what have I not done? Exactly. And the longer you let compounding interest works, the more money you're going to have. So when you're younger, you're constantly faced with that trade off of saving for your future self and spending in the now. And it's a balance and that balance is different for everybody, yeah. but it's a balance you need to realize not only exists because there's two of you, there's you today and there's you tomorrow. So you need to plan for that. And even if you don't plan for that, you need to be aware of that existing because it will change your outlook and how you decide to save and spend money. Yeah. Wonderful, great advice as usual, Eugene. If you guys have any questions, Get in touch with Eugene. It's going to really help you look at what you are trying to do here. Look at your investments, your goals. And if you need to buy a vehicle, if you're not sure, call Eugene and he'll be able to help you out. That's what he does. That's his specialty. And that can save you literally thousands of dollars and a lot of headaches. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you so much. For everyone else, thank you again for watching. Subscribe to our channel and we will see you next time.